Welcome to the Living the Dream podcast with Curveball. If you believe, you can achieve. Welcome to the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast, a show where I interview guests that teach, motivate, and inspire. And boy, do I have a special trick for you today. I am joined by corporate magician, Daniel Chan. Daniel has been a corporate magician for around 20 years. He has done shows for tech giants such as Google, Apple, and Twitter. He's done more than 5,000 shows So he is one of Silicon Valley's corporate magicians. Thank you so much for joining me, Daniel. Thank you for having me on your show, Curtis. Well, why don't you start off by telling everybody a little bit about yourself, letting them know who you are. Yeah, I grew up in San Francisco and I went to a Lowell and then shortly afterwards, I went to UC Riverside uh, for college. I studied business admin, and then I went to PayPal. And I was actually an um, employee at PayPal even before Elon Musk. So I was featured in Business Insider three times last year, Wall Street Journal uh, once, and also um, CNBC twice as well last year. So tell us how you got started in being a magician. In San Francisco, there's a magic shop called Misdirections Magic Shop. And the owner, Joe Pond, would have these monthly lectures that are live. And you would have magicians reveal some of their best kept secrets to other magicians. So that's kind of like the gateway where you realize, oh, I can start doing this. This is something that I can imagine myself doing. I wasn't great at magic until I started going to these lectures and buying these books and DVDs. So that's, I think, is the path forward for for magic. So let me just ask, a corporate magician, you've done shows for people, companies like Google, Apple, and Twitter. What would make Google, Apple, and Twitter call up a corporate magician and what what would be the point is it to kind of help their people relax or just entertainment or a perk yeah it is a perk these companies want to really reward their employees but at the same time there's rumors in silicon valley of what i've been doing like hacking into iphones picking people's pockets and doing very unconventional magic and a lot of what I do is very sophisticated that fools intelligent audiences it's not like the cheesy comedy that you might often associate with magic or magic shows so it's really a difference in terms of branding and what I'm offering so if somebody wanted to be a magician let alone a corporate magician is there some type of training that you go through is just like, hey, I'm going to school to be a magician or how do you get as good as you have gotten? You can go to um, lectures and you can also go to magic conventions, but it's really about the one-on-one time you have with people because a lot of the difficult sleight of hand moves were taught one-on-one. 
And even in group classes, you still can learn a little bit in group classes as well. Sometimes we have lectures, but then I've taken many private classes with uh, Jeff McBride, Tony Clark, Michael Amar, and many top name industry guys, including uh, Shudogawa and Armando Lucero, which are, these guys are all famous within the magic world. They're known as inventors and creators. And you want to get as close to the source as possible because, um, you can't learn from YouTube. You know, you can learn like the basic and beginning intermediate stuff. But really, if you want to be a professional, you need to talk to guys who have been there and done that. Well, let's talk about how you got noticed. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of things going on in Silicon Valley and all the billionaires that you've worked with. How did you get noticed to where they said, okay, we're calling up Daniel this Friday. So he can come do a magic show for us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I started doing kids' birthday parties. And then I also designed how I wanted to be perceived. For example, hacking into someone's iPhone is something that creates a visceral experience. It's emotional when the phone that you have with you close to 24 hours a day often which holds all your personal information. We spend more time on our phone than we spend with our family often. So when people started finding out that I was hacking iPhones and doing these crazy illusions like that, it started making waves. And the rumors started going around Silicon Valley about what I was doing. And then we also had like over 100 Yelp reviews. So those are just part of the formula, but there's also some stuff in the back that, of course, we keep hidden as magicians. So I guess I can't get you to tell me none of your best kept secrets on the show, right? Those would probably bore you because they're technical secrets. They're more how, how you get the work. And those are things that I um, have, you know, passed on to coaching clients and other, other places. That's a real secret is staying employed in this industry. Well, tell us about hacking into the iPhone and some of the tricks that you actually do do when you do a show. Yeah, I would encourage everyone to go to BuzzFeed and search uh, Silicon Valley's favorite magician, BuzzFeed, in Google. And you'll see the video of me doing the hacking into iPhones and some of those tech illusions with smartphones. Uh, I also was featured on a Business Insider and the hustle. So if you just Google my name and Business Insider, you'll see some of those things. But really, it's just hacking into someone's phone and really scaring the crap out of them. <laughs> so, and that that is the a really cool illusion when you can hack into someone's phone. Well, what's some of the other tricks that you have done that have made you famous over the years? A pickpocketing. I steal people's watches. I've taken things from uh, sheriffs. Jason Mayhem Miller of uh, Bully Beatdown. He, I took his watch off his wrist without him knowing it. Uh, that that video went uh, viral of me taking his watch. Um, my son also has a video of him pickpocketing on the streets of San Francisco. So those are some of the more unique effects. Um, Lately, I've been playing with something where I would tap someone's phone and it would ring or do do similar illusions like that. So those are some of the uh, latest and greatest. But you can follow me on Instagram at Dan Chan Magic to see some of those illusions 
How long would a typical magic show usually last from start to finish? Like if I said, hey, Daniel, I want you to come over this weekend and put on a magic show. Got got some people going to be coming over. How long do the shows last or do you choose the show or does somebody, does the person that's bringing you pick and say, hey, come do this or, or you have the show set up what you're going to be doing? I know what I'm going to do and it kind of rotates as the show evolves. The minimum that I would do something for is maybe half an hour, but sometimes if the party's really big, I might do the same effects, but for a thousand people and just move around the party and mingle with everyone. And I might be there for three or four hours. So for larger corporations, for the Christmas party, it's a two, three, four hour gig. And that, that's kind of like a, that's kind of like a marathon. You just have to prepare for that. And, you know, you're doing the same effects for different groups. And I get it. I get to crash parties for a living. <laughs> yeah. So doing shows for, Google and Apple and Twitter. Did you ever do it for Jack Dorsey or Tim Cook? Were they in the shows that you done? Um, I did Ev Williams, and then I think I did Jack Dorsey, and uh, I did the Twitter co-founders and um, many other guys. I can't talk about, but, but the guys, <laughs> you guys probably recognize a lot of the names, but I have a lot of non-disclosures in, in effect, so. Some, some names I can't talk about, but imagine like the co-founders of the biggest names in Silicon Valley. Those are the guys I'm performing for regularly. Well, that was going to be my next question. Uh, some other corporations, but if you can't talk about it, what you can corporate, talk about. Yep. Corporate names I can talk about, uh, but I can't talk about like the people specifically. Like even this last weekend, I did an event for someone who's very, very private and they made me sign a non-disclosure right upon entering. Wow. But what you can talk about is any projects that you're currently working on or any any upcoming projects that you that you are working on that people need to know about. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I do publicly ticketed shows on Airbnb experiences. Uh, People can check those out. I'm also uh, doing couple of commercials coming up. My wife isn't going to be in a commercial. In fact, we're setting that up right beforehand for a very big brand. So you'll actually see her doing some balloons there. Uh, I will be on uh, television as well coming up. Uh, but I can talk about that, I believe, when it airs. When it airs, I, I think I can talk about that. But that's, it's just coming up. And I'm supposedly, um, <laughs> I get paid 120 days after it airs just so that they keep my mouth shut (laughs) so yeah well give out the contact information that way people can check out your shows and also i I know you're doing virtual shows they're probably just for corporate not not for regular people right yeah i i have regular people shows like a lay people shows uh and those are on airbnb experiences i put those there um once or twice a month Okay, well. You can check out my website, danchanmagic.com, for my shows or Millionaire's Mentalist. What I provide for corporations are the perfect balance between inspiration, education, and entertainment. Those are the three things that corporations want. Again, inspiration, education, and entertainment. That perfect blend really gets you in the door. You got me. Final thoughts before we close it out? 
yeah, just follow us on Instagram. Uh, Cat's Clever Creations is my wife. I'm at Dan Chan Magic, and my son is at Kid Magician. And you can see some pictures uh, quite often before the show of us just hanging out and um, wowing people. Oh, so you got the whole family involved. Yeah, my son was juggling three balls by age five. By age eight, he was juggling five balls. By age 10, uh, he was picking pockets and juggling three flaming torches. By age 12, he was on Kids Say the Darndest Things with Tiffany Haddish and on Access Daily with Penn and Teller. So, wow. carried on that legacy. Amazing. Well, I'm going to get my whole family involved and ask my listeners to follow, rate, review, and share after listening to this episode. Android listeners, go to the Google Play Store and download the Living the Dream with Curveball podcast. Silicon Valley's favorite magician, Daniel Chan, Dan Chan Magic. Mr. Dan, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Curtis. For more information on the Living the Dream podcast, visit www.djcurveball.com. Until next time, stay focused on living the dream. dream.